Equinity Horse XL and Equinity Ultimate OEC helps keep horses' bodies in the best shape possible when competing and going down the road. The amino acids in Equinity products help horses both at home and on the road. Horses recover faster and overall have healthier coat and hoof quality. Equinity products are a go-to for a solid supplement foundation for all horses at any stage of life, no matter what their job is. Equinity Horse XL is made up of 100% pure amino acids, specifically formulated to give the body what it needs in order to promote repair at the cellular level. The Equinity Ultimate OEC is a flaxseed-based omega-3 with natural vitamin E and colloidal all-in-one, which makes for a very powerful antioxidant, helps neutralize free radicals, and helps to reduce inflammation. For more information, please visit www.teamequinity.com. That is www.teamequinety.com. You're listening to The Breakaway Breakdown, the bi-weekly podcast featuring breakaway roping's top talents from the professional level down to the amateurs, news, and more. We're going to be covering the fastest sport on dirt. I'm your host, Caitlin Gustav. Hey everyone, it is Caitlin Gustav with another episode of The Breakaway Breakdown podcast. And obviously, if you are listening, it is Monday night, December 6th, which is not a typical day for the podcast, but we have bonus episodes because we are at the 2021 National Finals of Breakaway Roping in Las Vegas, Nevada. And today on this episode, um, I have a special guest host, and it is the one and only Chelsea Schaefer, who is the host of the SCORE podcast. So welcome to the show, Chelsea. Oh, hello, Caitlin. <laughs> hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on. Uh, Chelsea, for those of you listening to the Breakaway podcast, um, you probably know Chelsea and I work together. Yes. She is my boss. Um, but How are you? She sir? is not typically on the Breakaway podcast, so this is her first time, and we are covering all things NFBR this week. So. Usually they just let me talk about team roping. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're just the team roping yeah, girl. But here I am. I, I'm probably, I don't know, if there's... Breakaway Roping has a super fan, I'd like to think that that's me. Yeah. So um, it's only fitting that here I am. Only fitting. Mm-hmm. As yeah. we as we both, we're both team roping and Breakaway Roping fans. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fun. No, I'm pretty sure I was crying today. Mm-hmm. Not not pretty sure, like I'm 100% sure mm-hmm. that I was crying during just the opening when they introduced the girls. And I mean, it wasn't anything like, wasn't anything emotional. I mean, it, was, it shouldn't have been as emotional as it was for me, but just to like when when Larry D walked out, um, it's no every, no everybody knows she's one of my best friends in the world, and I sobbed. I sat there and was just so proud of her and proud of these girls and, and excited, and you know, hopeful that there will be a time in the very near future that we won't be in the Orleans. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. I know I definitely was tearing up all day. Uh, it was hard to not yeah cry a little bit <laughs> yeah and it was such a different vibe uh these interviews you're going to hear that caitlin did uh they had a way different vibe than a lot of the team roping interviews that we do um a lot and not that there's anything wrong with the team ropers obviously i've made I, i've made a career out of them and i love them but uh 
they were it was such a communal fun atmosphere in the press room after mm -hmm. the first five rounds of the national finals of breakaway um everybody was so grateful to be there we were all so happy for each other everybody was together there was like they all know each other so very very well so it was really nice to to spend that time every girl that was on the episode today won around and they were so excited to just be back there in the press room and you know this is their time this is their time to shine that and they don't usually get this kind of spotlight so it was a lot of fun and the, the mm -hmm. interviews were all unique and you can tell how much all these girls appreciate everything absolutely it was fun yeah it was a lot of fun so Chelsea wow. do you want to kind of help me go through yeah the first in the average is Shev Shelby Beaujolais she's 14 and 4 on 5 Taylor Munsell she's so wolfy she's second she's 14 and 9 on 5 Sawyer Gilbert on the paint horse. She went ahead and got on her old paint horse at yeah, quarters. That's really a lot of fun to watch. Um, she was 24 and 6 on 5, so she switched horses. Uh, then it gets tough from there as far as the girls who have four caught. Taylor Hanchi, Larry D. Guy, Danielle Lohman, they've all got four caught and fast. So it's going to get really interesting as, as things progress. Yeah, and on this episode, you're going to hear from all the round winners. You know, Shelby, Jackie, Larry D, they split around. Taylor Munsell won the last round. Joey Williams, mm -hmm. she knocked down the fastest run of the night with mm -hmm. the 1.7. Yep. And then we also had Kelsey Chase. She won around. Cheyenne Guillory. Well, it was a really fun day, and mm -hmm. I'm excited for everybody to hear all the work you put into these interviews and everything these ladies had to say. So... With that, we're going to let you guys listen to these interviews with all of these awesome ladies from rounds one through five of the National Finals of Breakaway Roping. First up in this episode, you're going to listen to an interview with Shelby Boisley, who is still leading the world standings, and she's currently leading the average with a time of 14 and 4 seconds on five head. And she also split the third round win with Larry D. Guy and Jackie Crawford with a 2.1 second run. So enjoy this interview. Hey Shelby, you just roped five head at the National Finals of Breakaway Roping in Las Vegas. You know, going in, knocking them all down, 2-9-3-2-2-1-3-1-3-1. What was your game plan going in and how do you feel like you're excelling with that? Um, I'm actually not like following my game plan right now. My game plan was to hit the barrier on every calf, mm -hmm. and I think I only got near the barrier on one calf. So um, I would definitely like to get a little bit closer to the barrier mm -hmm. and just give myself a better chance to win some money in the go rounds and stay aggressive. So um, mm -hmm. I would like to score a little bit better tomorrow. I feel like yeah. I'm being a little bit too preserved today. Gotcha, gotcha. And you know, you won round three with that 2.1 second round. Kind of break down that run for me. Um, you know, that's the closest I got to the barrier, and that run was really just easy. I went three swings and roped the calf, and it was 2-1. And um, that's what I always tell myself is use my horse and smooth as fast. And so, I mean, right there I just rode to the calf and roped the neck, and it was fast. And that was, it felt really good, and I was like, perfect. You're finally not near the barrier, so just keep doing that. And then, of course, I didn't get near the barrier again after that. So mm -hmm. I just want to keep it easy tomorrow and hit the barrier and just give myself good kind of layup shots like that tomorrow. Yeah. Definitely. And going in, obviously, everyone knows this. You're number one going in. You're still number one after those five rounds, and you're also leading the average right now. How cool is it to come in on top and be able, you know, to finish these five rounds on top, leading the average? I mean, number one, Shelby Beaujolais. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I'm really trying not to think about the end result and just mm -hmm. go one calf at a time. I don't, I don't want to think about the average and who's doing what and all of that. Um, 
it's really cool. I mean, it's cool when people say it, but it also like gives me a little bit of anxiety. I'm like, oh my gosh, five more calves. So I just want to go one calf at a time, try mm -hmm. and remain calm, <laughs> just stick to my game plan and use my horse and stick to what I know. Gotcha. And that horse, horse of the year, Ona. We can't talk about that horse enough. I know you <laughs> love that horse. Yeah. Um, you know, how is she doing? You know, is she exceeding your expectations back in the box here? You know, how is she holding up? I cannot fault her. She's literally been perfect. Mm -hmm. um, she just, she's just so good. She's so easy. and <laughs> I am so blessed to have her. I, di I didn't even bring my backup horse out here. Oh, you didn't? Nope. Uh, she's over at the stalls, and I didn't trailer her over here. We pulled in, and I was like, well, I guess I probably should have brought my backup horse. And I was like, nope, I'd rather ride mm -hmm. on on three legs than <laughs> anything else. So. No, that's awesome. Yeah, that horse has been so solid for you all year, obviously, and obviously everyone else in the WPRA saw it as well. What do you think was probably your worst run today? Um, you know, I would probably say my first run. Um, there's a little bit of nerves. I didn't get a clean go. I pulled. I kind of like pulled at the line, and I didn't get a clean go at the calf. And I, I mean, there's just a lot of nerves on that run. And after that run, I felt settled in and I felt relaxed. I really just wanted to get that calf out of the way. Mm -hmm. So I would probably say that was my worst run today. But yeah, and it wasn't even bad. It's actually, <laughs> your second fastest run of the day. <laughs> yeah. So going in next five rounds tomorrow. What do you think that's going to bring, you know, how's the draw going to look? Or how are you feeling about the draw? You know, I like it. Um, I think the calves are great. Um, it's going a lot better than what we anticipated. Um, that was another reason why I really wanted to hit the barrier was so that I could get it on them before they got a chance to run around the arena or go anywhere. And the calves have been awesome. Mm -hmm. I've, I really can't complain, honestly. Mm -hmm. I think they're I, I haven't even watched the video of my calves they all look the same to me and mm -hmm. there's a couple that you got to see a little bit more on but I know those ones already so I haven't even really concerned myself with the draw yeah it's been super easy and we're grateful for a great pen of calves out here yeah and I saw Haven is down there with you yeah. right yeah how cool is that like he's hours away from going and running mm -hmm. his fifth calf and yeah. you're over here and he's over here helping you, you know how cool is it to have him here it's really cool to have him here, and he's given me a lot of good advice, and uh, he really calms me down a lot when I get anxious, and um, he's just been, he's kind of been my rock, like he's just kind of, I feel like everybody has to have that one person that's like, they're solid, like mm -hmm. somebody that they can stay grounded in, and it's really cool to be that for each other when everything gets crazy and, you know, emotions are running high, um, it's just really nice to have somebody that just brings you back down to earth, somebody that can keep you grounded, and he's that for me, and I'm that for him, so, um, we love having each other there. No, that's awesome. Um, and I want to go back to, I know before even coming here, you and I talked about the game plan, getting ready for the finals. Did you stick with that, not ride a whole lot of young horses and just go at them? Or, you know, how was yeah, the preparation Yeah, I actually coming? did. Um, I went at them for a while, and then I realized it wasn't working good because that's not what I do. Um, I started getting my good horses kind of over the bit, and, you know, they were kind of, they weren't scoring as good. They weren't doing things as good. And then I was like, Shelby, what are you doing? This isn't how you practice. This isn't how you got to where you're at. You mm -hmm. need to keep doing what you know how to do. So I went back to riding my young horses and just scoring on my good horses and keeping it, doing it slow on my good horses. And I got on them behind the bit again and just relaxed in the corner. And um, it worked a lot better for everybody when I just chilled out. Because when my good horses started getting practice runs, they were like, what the heck's going on? So they started <laughs> to get a little bit hot and it just was out of the normal. So mm -hmm. I just needed to remind myself that um, I just had to keep doing, I mean, I came in number one in the world doing what I knew how to do. I didn't need to change anything. And it wasn't until I talked to Jackie and kind of asked her how she was preparing. And she said, 
we don't need to prepare. We just need, she said, our job as professionals is to stay prepared. Mm -hmm. and so that really hit me because I was like, wow, I just need to just do what I've been doing. I don't mm -hmm. have to do anything special. So. Yeah. No, that's, man, that just gave me big goosebumps right <laughs> yeah. there. Um, and, you know, going in, you're, all you guys, everyone's great friends, you know. How do you feel the competition is, you know? How's, looking at it, how's all the girls, how, you know? I love it. I love the group of girls. Um, just like last year, I said I'll never forget that group of girls we got to compete against. This is the same deal this year, and we all just want each other to do good. I know people are rooting for me, and I'm pulling for everybody else to do good as well. Larity's over here trying to, she's eyeing up my buckle right now. Larity's trying hiding to Hiding it, it under the table. <laughs> no, I didn't win one last year. I didn't win a buckle last year, so I'm taking Yeah, so one. how cool is that? I <laughs> This is your second National Council Breakaway Roping. First time, obviously, in Las Vegas. But like you said, you've never won a go-around. So mm -hmm. how how cool of a feeling is that to be able to clinch that? You have that buckle in your yeah. hand right now. You <laughs> yeah, can't not stop letting touching it. Go. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. And last year I was really sad because I made the finals and I ran 10 calves. And I just felt like I didn't have anything to show for mm -hmm. the 2020 na National Finals Breakaway. And so this year I was like, you know, I'm not going to rope so preserved. I'm going to hit the barrier and let my horse work and just take my first best shot. And I knew that was going to win me a couple go-rounds here. And uh, it obviously did. So I just need to stop being dumb. <laughs> <laughs> just just stick to my game plan. I don't think you're ever being dumb. I think you, some people have just like minor little setbacks, but they're yeah. not even setbacks for you. And I know. You're, you're doing phenomenal. Well, thank you. <laughs> awesome, Shelby. Well, congratulations on accomplishing, keeping everything put together and leading the average right now after five head. And I can't wait to see what you do tomorrow. Thank you. Next up, you're going to listen to an interview with Jackie Crawford. Jackie won the first round with a 1.9 second run and she also again split the round three win with shelby and larry d she also bumped herself up to third in the world standing so all right here's jackie jackie pulling out Sorry. bills from your hat again i am well i forgot <laughs> to unstuff it when i was done at least this time it's a five Maybe there might be a hundred in there like oh the there's, a 20. there's a 20. let's see 27 dollars less than last time I saw you mm -hmm. pull your hat off. Yep. <laughs> yep. So. Jackie, you won two go-arounds today. You won the first round with a 1-9, and you split round three with a 2.1. Mm -hmm. Second round four. That Second dang Joey Williams. 1-7. <laughs> I know. It was it's awesome. That was fast. an awesome run. It's getting I knew fast. it was going to get fast, though. I knew that once everybody kind of got the start figured out and that timing figured out, it was going to get fast, and that's why, like, my game plan from the start, and think goodness my husband's been there and done that because he made me like two weeks out of here I felt so unprepared mm -hmm. that it was not even funny and he's like that's it you were like this is all we're doing you're not allowed to touch your colts you're mm -hmm. not allowed to do anything else and so I didn't and we, he set up we set up the box we set up a barrier the whole thing and he made me make runs he's like I'm telling you we've got to have the timing and so mm -hmm. thank goodness I had done that and yeah. even though I hadn't gotten to ride Kevin at all I was gonna say you haven't been able to practice all yeah it was still that I had done enough to like know kind of what I needed to think about what I needed to do to have that timing and I know I've wrote I've ridden him enough and he knows me that I knew I'd have it when I got here yeah and I want to jump back to that real quick we'll jump back to the start because I want you to break down the start for me but Kevin you got him back literally what was it the day before coming out here um they sent they me they you. sent me MRI results they sent me MRI results at about three o'clock Monday afternoon and my rig left Tuesday morning 
Holy man. So we did not know if he was going or he was, you mm -hmm. know, we didn't, we, I still had no idea what I was writing as of that time. So, and I just no told racking. him, yeah, I just told him, I'm like, look, if it, there's any possibility of hurting this horse, I will not ride him. Mm -hmm. So it's not even, that's why we went ahead, did the MRI. Mm -hmm. And I said, but if, if I'm not going to hurt him and we can make him comfortable, I'll take him. So. Yeah. And so can you kind of share with us what was wrong with him? They, they thought maybe a collateral ligament in his mm -hmm. foot, in his front right. And, um, then uh, it showed up on the MRI, not, and it showed up. He's got some really, really bad bone bruising in his foot. Mm -hmm. And so we put a special spider shoe on him and things, and, I mean, he's doing really, really good. But it's one of those things, I'm going to get these runs out of him right here, yeah. and then when we go home, they're going to do some tilting and do some things to, to try to heal that bone completely, mm -hmm. and so i got to stay off of him as soon as I get home. Oh, man. At least you yeah. got to bring him out oh, for, man. for 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, it just means so much. <laughs> I mean, the confidence you have even backing in that box when you have – you know, one of your good ones. I know it's not mm -hmm. T-Boy, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, he was kind of ticked. He wasn't getting in the trailer, but um, but it's still, it's a horse I've, I'm comfortable with, and I know mm -hmm. to go. Yeah, and T-Boy, like you said, T-Boy didn't get to come, and he you, he won an award, right? Mm -hmm. Most, yeah. Most Heart, I believe? Yep. Yeah. You know what's funny is that I guarantee you, if somebody looks up the stats, T-Boy, mm -hmm. there's no way that winningest he, he can't be the winningest breakaway horse ever um, to stay, even with as much purse money as there is right now. Like, mm -hmm. he's won so much money even now I mean heck I've won everything on him and so yeah. he um you know that horse he's carried everyone I mean Kelsey's won over 15,000 on him Laird's won over 15,000 on him I mean everybody who's stepped on him has dang near won money on that horse mm -hmm. and so uh, you know for those girls to vote him horse with the most heart mm -hmm. is pretty cool because this year I mean Kelsey had placed the two rodeos on mm -hmm. him and he was hurt and we didn't even know it. Yeah. I mean he didn't even he didn't even show it. If it wasn't for a mishap that we ran out of some prevacock, we'd probably we might not still know it. Yeah, you know, and so but he was really hurt and we still don't know what it is and mm -hmm. I just hope that we can figure it out and I'll be able to ride him again. You know, he's yeah. probably gonna have a the easy road here on <laughs> out, but I do wanna be able to compete on him again. He's such a winner. You know, it'd be I mean, everyone would love to see you back on T Boy. Right. But <laughs> He might just end up being Journey's life. I know. He might He time. might be. He might horse. go to the young kids. That kid, <laughs> that horse, I mean, if he, if he's not 100, I mean, he's the type that if he's sound and he wants to do it, he, he wants, he'd want to be going. You know what I mean? But if he's not, you know what? He doesn't owe me a thing. He built my entire career, and mm -hmm. he's going to get the best days of his life whenever oh, yeah. for the rest of his life. I don't doubt that. <laughs> Um, and like I said, I wanted to go back and talk about the start. Kind of break down what is the start like? What are you seeing on the calves? You know, I'm weird about the start anyways. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of a floater. Um, mm -hmm. I kind of tend to nod, ride, and pull everywhere I go. <laughs> so <laughs> my start's a little funny. But here it is just kind of right behind them. And, and the thing is that you've got to be sure not to do is get ahead of yourself. Mm -hmm. If you get ahead of yourself, start trying to swing too early. But if you will just, just let the calf go, just move first, and then mm -hmm. you come behind and try to catch that stride and that timing, they're right there in front of you. Mm -hmm. Kind of break down, you know, your runs. Did you excel your game plan? What are you going to do coming into the next five rounds? Next five rounds are going to be the same as when I back in the box for the first one. That was my goal, and it's kind of weird to say that out loud for people. It's going to sound crazy. I never set the goal. The, never, the goal in my mind never came across to win the average in Rogue Ball 10 caps. Like, mm -hmm. my goal was to win as many rounds as possible. Mm -hmm. And if the average comes into play, it comes into play. Yeah. But I'm going to win as many rounds as possible. I just thought, you know what, I'm... I'm my goal if you're gonna do this you better go for the gold buckle <laughs> and 
me sitting back safety and up, I'd, I'd never be able to look back and be okay with that if I didn't get it, you know. And so if, if it works out, it works out. But I wanted to go and be electric and fun to watch and, and, and light it up every single round. And so, you know what, we did it three out of five rounds today, and we're going to continue to do it and try five out of five tomorrow. Yeah. So. Uh, how, oh, and I also, you know, last year you won the world title. Mm -hmm. You were pregnant. Mm -hmm. This year you're not pregnant. <laughs> you're coming at it trying to win another world title. Mm -hmm. What's how are you know how are you feeling differently? Not like not being pregnant. Not pregnant. Like, yeah, I feel know, not everything. pregnant. <laughs> Like it's, just, it's just a complete difference pregnant. from last year to this year. You know, it was. I got to prepare better this year. Last mm -hmm. year, you know, I didn't rope. I didn't rope hardly that much mm -hmm. um, before the finals because I just ha I wouldn't step on anything else besides T Boy because yeah. I knew he'd take care of me, and so I, I didn't ride anything except him. And so, you know, I'm not going to just practice his wheels off. So mm -hmm. this year, I got to prepare more um, a couple weeks out, and and so the roping itself, but. Like I said, I still had a lot of confidence coming into last year, and then, you know, my confidence was pretty high having Kevin out here this year. So, I don't know. I don't feel as fat. That's, that's the biggest. That's, and I have a saddle horn. I wouldn't call you fat. Pregnant. I don't feel as pregnant, and I have a saddle yes, horn. Yes, you have a saddle horn so this that's year. that's cool. Jackie. Oh, man. Well, I am so glad. I'm so happy to see you back here. You're dominating. I'm so happy to see you back in the box on Kevin. Yeah. Um, and I can't wait to see what you're going to bring these next five rounds. Mm, me either. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Thanks, Jackie. You bet. Next up is Cheyenne Guillory, who split the round two win with Kelsey Chase and Joey Williams, where each of them roped their calf in 2.4 seconds. Cheyenne, mm -hmm. this is your first national finals of breakaway roping, and you've already won a go round. You split the second round. You've done pretty good here so far. How are you feeling? Oh, I didn't do as well as I wanted to, mm -hmm. um, but reflecting back on it, you know, a breakaway is so fast and it's so tough, and, you know, when you're making five runs that all those runs have a lot of meaning, mm -hmm. there's just going to be some stuff that goes wrong. Mm -hmm. um, so... On my first one, I was a little bit off of it and a little bit longer than I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. uh, and so then my plan after that was just to, if I could be fast, be fast, but stay in the average. Mm -hmm. And then that went out the window on the last one. <laughs> so it didn't completely go um, as planned, mm -hmm. but we had some success today. No, definitely have some success. Um, you know, getting here, what, you know, how are you feeling? And then how are you feeling backing in the box on that first calf? You know, I had a lot of people ask me if I was nervous, and I was nervous all year to get here. So, I mean, it, felt, it feels good to be here. It feels good to be one of the top 15 breakaway ropers this year. And so I'm just going to go every run and do the best I can and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're riding Hawk. How great is that horse? How is he excelling in this setup here? He, Me and him fit each other. Mm -hmm. um, we have a really good feel for each other, and so... I kind of know what he's going to do, and I think that comes into play really big with breakaway, knowing what your horse is going to do mm -hmm. and what he's not going to do. Yeah. No, that's definitely a big factor. And break down that, you know, that second round winning run. Can you just slow it down, break it down for me? I want to I know, you know, what were you feeling going in? How was your calf? How That whole run, were you, do you even remember it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so on after my first one, I just kind of got beat out of there a little mm -hmm. bit, um, and so I just tried to 
you know, when I rode in the box, Shane told me just just watch the calf and react to the calf. So I just felt like I focused on him and watched when he dropped and then went behind him mm -hmm. and then just stayed up in a position and stayed there until I got to my throw and didn't rush anything. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I was a little surprised that that split the round, but um, <laughs> we hung in there. <laughs> Sometimes 2-4 is grandma mode mm -hmm. for breakaway. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. It gets fast. I mean, what, a 1-7, one, 1-round one 4, mm -hmm. it's, it's getting quick. Yeah. So you came in at 11th. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've moved up a little bit. You know, how? what are you going to do coming into these next final five rounds? What's the game plan going forward? I'm just going to make the best run that I can. I'm going to mm -hmm. focus on my calf, and I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going to try not to do anything crazy or stupid um, mm -hmm. like the last round today. But, um, <laughs> you know, sometimes that just happens. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just going to go at them and be aggressive and see what happens. Perfect. Awesome. Well, congratulations, and I cannot wait to see what you do come the next five rounds. Thank you. Thank you. Next, we caught Kelsey Chase, who split that round two win with Cheyenne Guillory and Joey Williams with their 2.4 second run. Hello, Kelsey Chase. Hi. No, it's not Kelsey Chase. It's Kelsey Chase Domer. Yep. I that too. Get used to that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Split round two. Mm -hmm. Two four. Yep. How'd that run feel? Uh, felt great. Um, I felt like... The first round felt great too. I mean, I, I feel like I hit the barrier on both of them. My horse was running hard, and and I just stayed down riding. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. What did you know going in? What was the game plan? That was it. I, my brother and I joke and say uh, this to each other all the time, but keep it simple, stupid. Mm -hmm. Kiss. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so I just wanted to to score sharp, ride my horse, and, and get the neck every time. I, was, I mean, I did it three times in a row, and mm -hmm. fourth and fifth round, some crazy things happened with my rope. But other than that, I felt like I've stuck to my game plan, and it's been good. Yeah, let's. And that was round four that your rope kind of. Yeah, my bottom strand went underneath, um, and and like um, like clothes figurated went underneath and kind of went upside down. So it was a crazy shot. Obviously, I barely even hit the calf, but yeah. just one of those things. Like it's gonna happen. What one every 150 times, maybe. So I, I'm one, I'm not even mad about it, mm -hmm. really. You know, my horse has felt outstanding all day. He has run hard. He has stayed running through my throw and and then finished it. So it just how it happens. Yeah, and that's little man. Yep. How is he feeling? I know some. I know. Earlier this year, you said you were kind of not battling with him, but every now and then he, that's his stop is yep. the problem, right? Yeah, I mean, he's like about the middle, I guess, Cheyenne time. Mm -hmm. He uh, just kind of felt off a little bit, and then I got to go home for a few days, and he got injected, which mm -hmm. was like the first time in his 15 years of life, so yeah. that's pretty crazy. <laughs> but no, he's he's felt outstanding. He's been really good, um, really good all week. I mean, we've already roped. I think I roped 13 cabs before I even got here this morning in Vegas. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... It's uh, it's been really good, and he's he's felt awesome. I can't I can't change anything on him for sure. Can't fault him. <laughs> yeah, that horse is awesome. I yeah. I always tell you I love Little Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so going in, you know, five rounds today. Mm -hmm. you're up five tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know, what's going into tomorrow? How are you feeling? Uh, honestly, I'm feeling good. Mm -hmm. Like I said, the the fourth and fifth round, crazy things happen. Mm -hmm. The fifth round, I felt like. I was about to have a round win. I mean, the loop was literally on the calf's head and then came off. So yeah. one of those things can't change, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I feel good. I'm going to keep it the same, keep keep hustling across the line and, and try to hit the start every time. And if it's there, it's there. If not, one more it's going to be. So that's what I'm going for. Yeah, and that round five, I know it was on. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of break that down because it's, it's rare you see stuff like that happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did miss my slack, mm -hmm. but it's one of those things. 
that's happened millions of times. You miss your slack, and it's mm-hmm. still it's still going to catch something. Sometimes, you know, they might step in at whatever, but it literally went on the head, and it must have, you know, I was filmed from the right side, so mm-hmm. I didn't see the left side, but I'm guessing it hit him in the shoulder or whatever, and it came off right at the end. Literally, it was like I waved it off in the team roping. Yeah. I mean, it was looked like a wave off of the neck, which is crazy. Yeah. But, one of the, I mean, what, what do I change? What do I go back and do? It's not, mm-hmm. I can't pick apart, yeah, get my slack, but, I mean, you we have to be – Two seconds in yeah. the breakaway. What are we going to think about in that time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I know. I'm just fastest time right now is I mean, seven. Yeah, that's crazy. So fourth and fifth round, I'm just going to throw out. I can't. I literally can't change anything. Mm-hmm. I I don't feel like I did anything wrong. Yes, I didn't get my slack, but it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just a part of it. So I'm just going to stick with the same game plan and get after him <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, and we didn't talk about it. This is your first mm-hmm. NFBR qualification. You were just short last year. Yep. How does it feel to be here, especially since it's in Las Vegas this yeah. year? It's one step closer. Absolutely. I'm pumped. I was mm-hmm. so pumped to be here. You know, um, I was, yeah, just short mm-hmm. last year, but I uh, had a different game plan this summer and, and got things rolling and, and got to make it. So I'm excited to be out here and in Vegas. I mean, it's just a whole new ball game out here. <laughs> so, and a whole new setup, obviously, for everybody. We're, you know, we're not the Clark Thomas and Mac, but mm-hmm. it's it's a lot closer than it was in, in Dallas in the setup, I feel like. So mm-hmm. it's, it's fun. Yeah. And, You've also, you've, I mean, you're winning money in the rounds, but you also won money earlier this week at the Masters. Mm-hmm. How cool yep. is that? It's been great. Green jacket, it's the breakaway Masters, not the golfing Masters. Right. That is sweet. I, I was super excited. I got a trophy and a green jacket. I was pumped. That's exciting. <laughs> no, it's been great. I uh, I did go to the Masters, got second at the for the crown, so mm-hmm. it's it's been a good start to my week. So. Yeah, and you guys, like like you said, you, you've been going to all these different breakaway ropings, mm-hmm. and then you're at the National Finals of breakaway roping different setups different mm-hmm. starts how are you balancing that yeah that's you know like i said i ran gone already run through 13 calves before now mm-hmm. you know and then we have to run five in a row we don't get to run them at night like everybody else and mm-hmm. and go through the day you know yeah i know everybody's day's busy they're they're signing autographs and doing stuff like that mm-hmm. but uh when we go all day long it's like yeah. you know the masters you know i was there at noon and, mm-hmm. and didn't get to leave till nearly six mm-hmm. and so then the the rope for the crown world then the next day's last chance qualifier same thing there was like 102 girls or whatever insane yeah the rope for the crown same thing and so it's our days are so long and i i almost feel bad for the horses because it's like they're standing around you know just all day like Mm -hmm. yeah and maybe maybe it was only four rounds of the rope for the crown but yeah he stood there for hours waiting for that jackpot so it's just different you know we don't we don't get to do it one a night we've Mm -hmm. we've done all this stuff but that's always been our lifestyle too is the jackpots mm-hmm. and obviously that's I mean I've, I've won 35 grand already at jackpots mm-hmm. and I don't even know how much I was on the standings of the the in it for the NFR yeah. but it was I mean I did that in two days and that took me all summer so yeah it's just kind of crazy to see but that's just that's what that's what we do it's, <laughs> that's it's what, what do. Do. <laughs> yeah break, break rovers do so. man it's awesome well no. I'm so excited you like you said you already won so much money and won money today can't wait to see what you accomplish in the next five rounds. Yeah, I'm excited. Thanks. Thanks, Kelsey. Man, it's always fun to have Kelsey on an episode. Now you're going to listen to the veteran, the one and only Larry D. Guy, who split that round three win with Shelby Beaujolais and Jackie Crawford with a 2.1 second run. I want to start off with your great victory lap, Larry D. Yep. I'm a cowgirl. You're a cowgirl. (laughs) You know, going in, riding double with Jackie. You guys split the round with Shelby, 2.1 in round three. Well, I didn't I didn't bring my extra horse in, and I only had Rex, and he doesn't act very good, and I think I was third roper in the next round. 
And so I didn't want to get him all hopped up, and I couldn't find anything, and so I just jumped on with Jackie. <laughs> it was great. We were all cracking up right when you rode in the arena like that. That was awesome. <laughs> Leave it to you and Jackie. Well, she was worried, and so was I, but we made it. Yeah, you two do not need to be getting bucked off for no. anything. No, no. Definitely not. <laughs> Well, Lardy, Rex is so cool to watch. I love watching his stop. He has such a great big stop right there. Um, you know, talk about him and how he's excelling in this setup for you. You know, Rex is a good horse uh, for any setup, really. He's uh, He scores very good. Sometimes he's hard to get settled, but he, but he scores, and he always runs and gives you a good throw, and then he'll cut the rope off, you know, so... You can be fast on him, or if you have to go run something down, he's really good at that. So he's 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 been a, a true blessing for me in the in the past couple of years. Yeah, no, and he definitely has a lot of run to him. Yes, for sure. As well, um, and I want you to talk about that because I know um, you're so quiet in the box, and he does get to you know looking around, moving around. I saw Shelby down there helping you. Um, how do you get past like? How do you just not focus on what he's doing? Well, you know, and that's the main, what you said is the main thing. Like, I have to focus on the calf and what I'm going to do. I, I just take my mind completely off of him, and that's why, you know, it's 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 usually Hope, and if it's not Hope, it's usually Shelby mm -hmm. that are always in the box with me, and they deal with him really good, and, and that keeps me from having to move around and straighten him up, and I can just kind of stay settled and focus on the calf, and they help me to, with them in get there, him. it helps me to, yeah, <laughs> help it helps me to get him settled. Definitely. Um, and I want you to break down that winning, you know, round winning run. How did that feel? You know, it was, uh, I, I, I didn't win a round last year. And, you know, my goal coming into this year is I wanted to rope every calf as fast as I could. And um, I, 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 didn't, I didn't really execute as well today as I wanted to but when it come to that round I mean that calf you know presented himself right there and I hit the barrier really good and and got it on him and you know I was very thankful but it's you know the these calves are pretty strong mm -hmm. and being able to score and hit the barrier then they're they're usually right there mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't know if that was going to be a go-around calf but that I felt like that was the best calf I had of the day really yeah gotcha um and you know, going through the run through, looking at all the calves, are you happy with everything that's here, all the stock, you know? And yeah, you know, the, the the John McGill brought the calves, and, you know, he we had um, some friends that were in California that helped us to sort them, um, Liz Hurdy's, and they were at uh, Jeff Brazil's house, and they, man, they put in a lot of time. There was a lot of people there that put in a lot of time helping us, you know, get the calves sorted, and... I feel that they did a great job, you know, on the calves. And when we got here, it was a pretty dark wall that they were having to run to. And there was a lot of people here during the run through that helped us to get them, you know, get them to the back end and show them the back end. And mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I thought the calves were great. Yeah. Now I want you to, you know, how are you feeling from going in this year? It's in Las Vegas uh, compared to last year's NFBR in Texas. You know, what's the differences? What are you liking better here? You know, there's there's no difference. Um, I said last year was a first because mm -hmm. um, it was in Texas <laughs> and this is a first because it's in Las Vegas mm -hmm. and they're both equally you know as exciting. The difference in Las Vegas is you're in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. I live in Texas so I'm there all the time but when you get to come to La Las Vegas it's a 
you know, major excitement. And, you know, I said, we, you know, we're under the big lights, but hopefully before long we get under the bigger lights. Yeah, I think it's coming. I hope it's coming very soon. Um, yeah. But like you said, you guys are here in the big lights. That's a, it's another step forward. Right. Um, and, you know, backing in on that first round calf, you know, how are you feeling going into the first round, and how do you feel now getting ready to rope your next five tomorrow? Well, I had the same mindset when I backed in on the first one. You know, you're always nervous, and you just have to use that to your advantage, you know. So the excitement and nerves are there, and the excitement and nerves will be there tomorrow. <laughs> um, I just want to execute a little better tomorrow. I was going to say, and you, you bring up nerves. You don't ever show off that you're nervous, though. Like, I don't think anyone can look at you and be like, Larry D looks nervous. Like, you don't ever look nervous. No, and that's just, you know, that it, anybody that tells you they're not nervous, they're, they're, they're not telling you the truth. I mean, there's, there's always some nerves, but it's just how you control them. And I try to control them and do a lot of breathing and focus on my, my job. <laughs> And you do a heck of a job. <laughs> well, thanks for that. <laughs> um, so going in, you know, you're going to be riding your ex the rest of the time. Um, game plan tomorrow. How do you feel the rounds are going to be? You know, there's there's um, a couple people that you're going to have to watch out for, and that's going to be J.J. Hampton and Martha Angelone. They, they, didn't, they, they didn't have the best day-to-day, and man they're gamers and they're fast and you know I think they're going to be be gunning at those rounds tomorrow mm-hmm. you know Jackie did a great job today all the girls did a great job and I I think that the rounds are going to you know they're, they're going to get a little more exciting maybe they were already exciting but I think they're going to get a little more exciting I'm not going to say they're going to get any faster than the 1.7 mm-hmm. I thought that was the a, a great run mm-hmm. you know and you know, she she had um, several firsts this year. You know, that's uh, that's that's what she does. She goes fast, and and that was a great run. And you know, I think you better look for her as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm I think all the girls are backing in there, looking for a go around win, and hoping the average takes care of itself. Yeah. Are you going to be going? You know, going for first every round? Or? Yeah, you know that's my game plan. I wanna I wanna take the first best shot I can take, and like I said, my execution today wasn't the best, mm-hmm. and I'm very thankful and blessed that I got that one round win. But um, yeah, I'm gonna I, my my plan is tomorrow to execute a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully we we'll see you back here and get some more go round bubbles. That'd be good. <laughs> that would be real good. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Larry D. Thank you. This interview is with Taylor Munsell and Joey Williams. Joey Williams. Placed in two rounds, she was that 2.4, which split the round two win, and she had the fastest time of the entire rodeo so far with a 1.7 second run, which she laid that run down in round four to win the round. And also, Taylor was the round five winner where she roped her calf in 2.4 seconds. So enjoy listening to Taylor and Joey. For this very last interview of this episode, I have Taylor Munsell and Joey Williams sitting here with me. And Joey, I gotta start with you. Okay. You have the fastest run of the National Finals Breakaway up here right now at the 1.7, which won round four. Well, going into that, you know, how? 
Um, <laughs> Ow, I don't even I knew that's I, what we all say. Right? I knew I drew a good calf, and you know, I have to give most of my credit to my horse. She does her job. She gives 110% every time, and she was right in the barrier, like in it as much as you want to be. But you know, that's how you can be fast is when your horse does her job like that, and she gets me across the line, and I just try to stay aggressive, and she shut it down, and it all worked out. So. Yeah, and tell me a little bit about that horse. Um, her name is Baby Bullet. She's a 10-year-old mare that my uh, husband's family raised. Um, we kind of raise horses and train them, and um, she's just been amazing. She was my husband's good heel horse before um, I started roping on her. <laughs> um, like, she's mine been, now. <laughs> yeah, she's been to the Dodge Finals in the healing a couple times, and then um, I kind of, I've always break weight on her, but mm-hmm. until this summer, I hadn't been break weight roping a whole lot, so this summer, she kind of just became all mine. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, she's so, working out for you. Yeah, we've had a great time this summer, and i uh, little fun fact her full sister is over at the Thompson Mac with Clay Tryon this week so oh cool. really yeah that is so and, cool yep Clay bought her from my father-in-law this spring gotcha no that's yeah. awesome yep Man, her name that's... is J-Lo yeah so. okay yeah. yeah we've I've talked yeah. to Clay about J-Lo that yeah. is so cool to see yep full sisters siblings so. very exciting yeah that is cool oh my yeah. gosh um and you know going in you broke the barrier in the first round to be one nine two two four two six no time You've won two rounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, know? you know, I uh, I hate to, like, knock myself, but I've mm-hmm. never been the best average roper. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I knew that going into this, and I just told myself that I wasn't going to change my game plan. I mean, roping for an average is not what got me here. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to go at every calf like I can, and I really wanted to catch that fifth one today, and I just... I don't know. I um, after being one seven, I guess maybe I just got a little, a little bit in a hurry on the last mm-hmm. one, and I maybe should have taken another swing. But yeah. you know, sometimes that doesn't work out either. So yeah, especially when you have Taylor Munsell, yes, who exactly. won the last round. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, how about that run two four to win the fifth round? Uh, that felt really good. Um, in my opinion, I probably drew one of the best calves on the pin. He was a little softer, so kind of just seen it, floated a little across the line, and hit the barrier perfect and. Yeah, he was just right there. My horse worked outstanding. I couldn't ask for a better run to end the day on and start tomorrow on. Yeah, and, um, you know, everyone knows you riding Monster all the time. What is this horse you're on here? Um, This horse's name, it's Colonel. Um, Mm -hmm. It's actually a horse I got in almost exactly a year ago to train. I had him for six months, Mm -hmm. and we were about to sell him, and I ended up saying I think I need him. And I (laughs) I bought him at Woodward's Pro Rodeo Uh beginning of the summer. Uh, That was actually the first pro rodeo he'd ever been rode at. I rode him there and then bought him. And then um, he's just, he's helped me a bunch. I rode him at a lot of the big arenas, the long starts. He's got so much run and stop on him. Um, I didn't ride him in very many short scores because he is so green. Uh, I think the five days ago, like the day we got to Vegas, a memory popped up and it was the first rope he had ever been to. Oh and it was crazy to see how green he was a year ago and now now he's here doing this. But yeah, I rode him at a lot of the long starts. He never failed me anywhere. He never cost me any money that I didn't cause myself to lose and I just kind of try to keep him away from the fast starts because I had my good horse and then I had the yellow horse and I was trying to keep his mind good because he was green but you know kind of got down to it and I was like well you gotta figure it out you're the one the yellow horse is good too but for a 10 head average I know that Sarl can run one down when he needs Mm -hmm. to and still cut it off and be fast yeah and Taylor I want to talk about I was watching you today and the way you delivered your rope can you break down the way you deliver um, I almost over-exaggerate follow-through. I do. Um, I bring my arm almost clear across my whole entire body, mm-hmm. and I've talked to a lot of people like Jackie and stuff about it. We break it down. We watch it. Mm-hmm. It is the same. It looks the my loop is the exact same as theirs. I let go of the same point. Everything is correct. Mm-hmm. I just 
follow through clear across my body and we've come to the conclusion that that is why I rope so good mm-hmm. to the left of my horse. I can pick up and rope over the top of my horse's head, which come in handy because I did. A lot of the ones I ran down today, I was mm-hmm. roping to the left of my horse and that is that does benefit me there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if one steps right, I'll still cut it short and mm-hmm. be able to get a hold of it, but um, I don't know. I've had a lot of people send kids to me that do it too mm-hmm. and like, this looks weird. We don't know what to tell them. Can you help them? <laughs> and I like you I help I help a lot of kids and a lot of kids that get coached by people that tell them not to do it mm-hmm. and then they get to stopping too short and I was like it's not a bad thing as long as you can get back to your slack and you've always got your slack in your rain hand mm-hmm. always come back to your slack to that left hand it'll it works I mean if you rope them sharp enough you don't need to get your slack anyways yeah, you're fine. <laughs> especially you get it stopped so fast yeah. every time I mean you are I like to rope them out in yeah. front of me you do yeah <laughs> definitely do my range is that's my biggest <laughs> yeah asset is my range yeah, well, Joey. What would you say your biggest asset is in breakaway roping? My horse. Yeah, <laughs> the horsepower. I mean, I guess I could give myself some credit, but she really is amazing. Yeah. She gives me a great throw. But um, I like to rope out in front of me too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and I mean, same team rope and breakaway, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If I have a stronger cow that I have to be aggressive on, it seems to be when I rope the best. So yeah, yeah. And so going into it, you know, how was the preparation up to this point to the NFBR? for both of you guys hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was very stressful there was so much head banging and debating and I was going down to Jackie's house every week and roping with her and then driving home and taking care of stuff trying to get ready to leave and then going back to her house mm-hmm. and roping with her and I mean T-Boy was crippled and Kevin at the time yeah. Monster was crippled I was trying some other horses she was trying some other horses trying to see if we could find something else to bring mm-hmm. you know and just picking apart the ones we did have that were good enough to ride but you know you just kind of when once your good one goes down it really I mean you overemphasize mm-hmm. every minor thing that the one you're going to ride does and it was that was a big deal for both of us but going down there and me and her matched a bunch and just kind of helped each other figure it out and Charlie is great mm-hmm. he has some of the best mental game advice and he's very realistic which is what I need is somebody to just tell me like it is you know and <laughs> you know he's like a lot of people, when they heard about Monster, like, oh, it's fine. You wrote good and everything else. Charlie's like, it sucks. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, we're going to still go do it. So. Yeah, you're going to figure and, it out. Yeah, he made me feel better about it than anybody. He was just like, <laughs> it sucks. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to try to make you feel better about it. <laughs> but that stuff, that really helped me. And just being around people like that and seeing, I mean, I hate, like, obviously Jackie's not struggling. She got Kevin back and she's yeah. kicking our butt in the rounds here. But uh, being around them and seeing that it's not just a me thing. Like, we all mm-hmm. we all struggle with the mentality, mental mm-hmm. side of it, and it's just the fact of getting through it and getting over it. I mean, I fought it, mm-hmm. and then I rode into the box today and had 100% confidence on that horse when I rode in the box. Yeah. So you just got to get over it. Yeah, get over it, push past it, and yeah. just do what you do. That's not what got you here. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I love that you can go over to Jackie's. You guys are competing against each other, but you guys can still go and help each other. Yeah. That's awesome. We're, this group of breakaway girls is very supportive. Mm-hmm. It's a very supportive group of 15 girls. I mean, even on the bad runs, the good runs, people yelling, yeah, telling each other good job. You know, it's a very supportive group of girls, and it was it was super cool to be down there today. Yeah. Yeah. Joey, how was it getting here and preparing? Oh, man. Um, when I left Texas the end of September, when I got to the top 15, I mean, I was driving home and being like, I'm going to practice every single day, and this is going to be so cool, you know, best opportunity I've ever had in my life. And I get home, and, like, reality sits in because we, yeah. we live on a ranch, and I have three kids. And, um... I, I did get to practice quite a bit. Uh, luckily, my husband, he's a very good coach, and he's kind of the one that is there and helps me every time. And um, 
we, we did get to practice some. Luckily, the weather was really good in Montana up there, so I got mm -hmm. to rope outside a bunch, and so that was nice. Um, haul, haul into a barn somewhere if it's zero degrees isn't very much fun. So, no. yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, didn't, I would love to say that I got to rope every day and feel like I was extremely prepared, but that's not the case when, when you we have were three roping in kids. Texas. We were feeling for her up there, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting ready. <laughs> you know, when I did the first week we got home mm -hmm. in October, we got 20 inches of snow. Oh my gosh, and I was like, You've got to be kidding me. This is, I'm like, How am I gonna get ready? for the finals but you know what it melted off the mm -hmm. weather shaped up and we needed the moisture we've mm -hmm. been so dry so the moisture was great and I did get to rope outside quite a bit you know mm -hmm. and I do have a backup horse but she's extremely different than my good one so I actually didn't practice on her that much I just tried to run a few on my good one every now and then and just try to keep sharp because um there's not a lot of ropings going up on up there this time of year yeah. so I went to a few you know smaller college jackpots that around there and mm -hmm. just tried to stay sharp and you know stuff that I normally probably wouldn't even rope on my good one at you know smaller mm -hmm. entry fees and I did just to try and keep us both sharp and so yeah I was very thankful that there was a few things to go to up there so and yeah. it was nice once I got down here there was a couple you know higher entry fee ropings to try mm -hmm. and break the ice a little bit for me because yeah. I didn't want to feel like I was super rusty because it gets that way up there I mean normally in November I probably hardly ride a horse because mm -hmm. We're running a hunting business and everything else, so it was my November looked a lot different this year. No, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah you definitely have, especially like you said, you have kids. You have a, you're not just bouncing yourself. You're bouncing yeah. your whole family work. You know, and I think sometimes distractions are good because mm -hmm. um, it is nice to just all you know all breakaway mindset, but. You know, I think it keeps me balanced, and I luckily my mother-in-law, my mom, everybody's super helpful with the kids, and so, you know, we make it work. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, congratulations, you guys, and I'm excited to see what tomorrow brings. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. All right, that's it. That concludes day one of the 2021 National Finals of Breakaway Roping. I hope you guys enjoyed all of these episodes, and stick with us because we are going to have so much more to talk about once the top 15 girls finish up roping their final five calves at the Orleans. <laughs>